text me who if I know who Doug Flutie is. I'm, all short people know other short people, okay? This is the emergency broadcast system. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. This is our advice to take the following steps. If exposed, And I have Jamal here live from the bunker in Norad Mountain with my associate Tito. How are you doing, Tito? Good. How are you doing? Well, not too bad. It's a late night first podcast. Yeah. This is the uh, one that we'll, they will pay when we start our own subscription service to listen to this one. Hopefully. Um, no, they will. They'll they pay. Will. They'll be like thousands of dollars. <laughs> I ho- sure hope so. Get your mic. Make love to that thing. There you go. I don't want to touch this thing on my lips. That's all right. It's your thing now. You can disease it all you want. This thing was probably made in China. I've seen the type of carnies you hang out with. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what are we doing today, Rich? Uh, you know, we, we're supposed to have... Uh, this is Phantom, Phantom Facts Society. Mm-hmm. The uh, Virgin episode. The pilot episode. We don't, uh, we, we've got an idea of what we want to talk about. We just want, really wanted to hear how we could do for the next 15 minutes, not really get into the depth of what our, our podcast is going to be like yeah. in the future. So what would, what would you say that your, um, inspiration to start a podcast was, Corey? Oh, I've, I've done, I've always wanted to do radio since I was like six years old. You know, the cassettes with the two cassettes in them and you could record one and play the other. Oh, yeah. You know, me and my brother would do that a lot. And it's funny because it was actually, we started doing that during election time when Bush Jr. was running for president. We mm. made a cassette tape of uh, us finding out he had gotten a DUI. We played a bunch of country songs as his response. It was hilarious. <laughs> right on. For sure it was. So a fucking eight-year-old. Yeah, you know, you know pr- pretty much I figured, you know, you hang out with a group of guys and you're you're always bullshitting about something, so you might as well have a microphone in front of your face. Right, you know? because we're important and our opinions matter. That's right. And our opinions matter <laughs> to a small select of people who are probably miserable with their own lives and want to escape. And uh and they've listened to all of Dan Carlin's hardcore history. <laughs> They're caught up with last podcast on the left and mm. and Joe Rogan Although Joe Rogan had Alex Jones on. Did you watch that? I did. Jo- Alex Jones and... He drank uh, a whole bottle of tequila. No, <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. And then he was getting, Joe was getting mad at him because he was he was getting a little crazy after he hit the half bottle mark. <laughs> he was trying... Joe's, uh, Joe's doing um, a sober October. Oh, yeah. six days left and Alex Jones is just going, Alex. Come on, Joe, you need a little of this. You need some of this. Come on. Oh, I really wish... We had some weed right now. <laughs> He's getting crazy. Uh, Joe is getting kind of pissed at do, him. Do you remember uh, last one he did in California? He uh, he got drunk with Eddie Bravo, and he kept trying to fight Eddie Bravo. Oh, yeah. Whole- he goes on a rant. Eddie was pulling his... Uh, 
He was kind of busting his balls on there, trying to get a rise out of him. Well, he got a rise out of him. I'm really proud of us. Only three minutes in before we got to Alex Jones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Eddie Bravo, though. Don't worry. We're phantom fact checkers. Do you know anything so, about Eddie Bravo? I don't know much about Eddie Bravo. I'm not, I didn't, uh, I wasn't allowed to watch. Uh, he's a fighter, right? Well. That's how he, I know he's him. He's a, he's, um, he trained Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under, I believe he started with like the Gracie Academy and then got his black belt under um, the Machado family. And then um pretty much what his deal is is he kind of started to stray away from traditional jiu-jitsu with using the gi, you know. What okay. And a lot of people gave him flack for that, for punching hole in tradition. A oh, lot of the yeah. a lot of the Brazilians and stuff did not like that. But he started kind of developing techniques for MMA use, you know, with no gi, shirtless opponent, pretty much. But another reason why the Gracies have such a big problem with him is because he, I believe he went to the Abu Dhabi Pan American Championships or something like that. And, um, I cannot remember which Gracie it is. I believe it is Hoyler Gracie. Oh, I'm not sure. But anyway. He, this guy, he was the top Gracie at the time, practicing, never, okay. has never lost. Yeah. And Eddie Bravo, young Eddie Bravo, he, he, he took it all the way and, and he beat him. And that's, that was his rise to fame. That was his rise. And then, and then he developed 10th Planet, um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and took off from there. He has a huge following. Um, so it wasn't really about his record in the ring then. He didn't. Ha- he wasn't like a fighter when it came to like punching and striking. He was more of like a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. But he, he, I, I believe he has a couple of fights in in MMA. It was just his technique. Is he was known for developing a whole new technique. Yeah, then. yeah. Just his his methods and the his flows and the things that he teaches his students to practice is just very different, very unconventional. You go in there because I trained at a tenth planet uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You go in there and it's very loose. It's not so traditional. It's not like bowing or anything. You just go in there to roll with, you know, your your friends and stuff like that. It's very open. Um, and, uh, and now, for people who don't know Tito, Tito is from where? I'm where from, from, I grew up in Long Island, Long New, Island York. New York. But no gangster associations, you know, no, just Italian I up, by accident. I grew up in a very Italian neighborhood. I did. So I, I grew up with a lot of guys who thought they were... Big shots. And so, and then you, and and now you're in Arizona. Uh, well, yeah, I moved to Colorado when moved I was to Colorado. 26. That's how we met. Yep. And then uh, I moved to Arizona, and I'm out there now. Fuck and Arizona, man. That's way too fucking hot. Oh, my God. Too hot. You know, hottest summer in Arizona history. <laughs> Longest consecutive days. I think it was over 100 and something days of 100 degree weather. I don't. You know, it's my, so I'm from the Midwest. That's why I have this beautiful, sultry voice. That Midwest accent there. All the women go crazy over. And, uh, we have humidity, but I, as bad as humidity is, and you, you in New York, you had humidity. Oh my gosh, terrible. Right? Would you take the humid, humid weather over fucking 300 days of 100 degrees? No. I, I, honestly, I could totally handle over 100 degrees dry Arizona heat. Over like 98 with 90% humidity in New York. It just sounds miserable either way. That's the beauty of it Colorado. Is. Is it's always like 70 degrees here. It barely reaches. I think it'll get into the 90s 
yeah, uh, a couple times this summer. But yeah, you get like a two weeks stretch. High eighties, ninety. Yeah, it's beautiful here. All right, seven minutes in, we're talking about weather. Weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantafax. Fuck yeah. Uh, this is the uh, election eve broadcast of oh, Phantom no. Facts. It's going down. It's tomorrow. going down. Uh, there will be mass. There'll probably be. We might not live through it. You know, this might be our only broadcast. I'll be sure to Maybe. publish it before yes, we go to should. bed. Yeah, sure. it's going to be crazy. Shit, I believe shit's going to hit the fan regardless. 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 People, are, it's this is a very, very... For how long, though? Like, because at some point, people just want to go back to the way things were. That's what a lot, a lot of this is about, right? Going well, back to the way see. things were? Um, not really, because a lot of people want change. Change back to the way things were. No, a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say that that's not, you know, that's not what they want. But, I mean, um... I don't know how long did the riots last for. How long was rioting going on? Riots been going States? on since uh, months now. Yeah, but yeah, it's been going on since George Floyd, which yeah, would have been a May. Long time. That would have been Mayish, wouldn't it? I think so. Uh, yeah, and that. So what? What's Rest to peace, say? George. You know, you don't think that say whatever the results of the election is, you got to believe that you know one side's going to be very unhappy. And yeah, we, so I don't think it'll just be a week or a couple days. I mean, you know. it probably through inauguration, right? Through January. Either yeah. way, it's going to be something through January. And then, I mean, at once spring comes along, it's got to it's got to taper down. I would think Corona should be done by then. Although Denver, Denver just uh, canceled St. Patty's Day parade. Oh my gosh, that would be terrible. They can't do that in New York. They probably did do it in New York. They probably, well, I think New York, you have to like, uh, I think you have to go through like this whole, you gotta get fucked by the guard and then you have to stay in quarantine for seven days oh, yeah. while you get fucked by all the guards. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they love before it. Before you can even come out. Mm-hmm. Before you can even leave the airport. Oh yeah. St. Patrick's Day in New York is insane, by the way. Is it? Oh yeah. A lot of Irish show up for that. Everyone's Irish on St. Patty's oh, Day. That's true. That's true. God I I, w- I used to go to party on St. Patty's Day in New York. It was a complete shit show. There was people everywhere celebrating. You know, it, you couldn't. There's peace, people pissing in the street. You know, because waiting in a bathroom line in New York is impossible. I'll tell you a funny story. I was at this bar called uh, I believe it's called Sutton Place, and. I had to go into the restaurant next door to take a piss because I, I couldn't get in the pisser in the in the bar. So. Okay. All right. I'm like, the the line was long. I finally get down to like the fifth guy, right? Some kid, some drunk motherfucker, he walks in front of the line and goes to the bathroom. Cuts the line. <laughs> I kick the door in <laughs> and I fucking pull him out. By his, uh, I had him like by the back of the neck. I'm not a very big guy, by the way, people, but I, I don't give a fuck if someone cuts You're the like, line. Nah. Wait, you know? I'm fat. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you care. If, if they've cut in line I in front of a really bathroom bad. or in okay. front of a... So what happened was okay. yeah. the kid was from like France or something in speak great English and he was really sorry and I felt really No, bad. fuck that. Terrible. No, fuck the French. He's just trying they to enjoy knew, him. No, he knew what he was doing. Everyone knows what a line is. All right. Yeah, I guess Everyone, so. you look and you see a line, you don't think, oh, these guys just, oh, I'm just standing here. I'm just going to go in and take a piss anyway. That's also the same night that, um, what's that in Practical Jokers? Q. He was at that bar. He was at that bar? Yeah. Oh, I spilled a little bit of beer on him. Totally cool. No, you did I not. I did. I bumped you into him. You spilled beer on I spilled Q? a little beer on him. 
Someone tried to flip my hat off on the the bathroom line in the bar. Yeah. And I smacked him in the face. The bouncer came down. Yeah. He saw everything. Yeah. Kicked the kid out. Let me stay. I'm like, bro, come on, look at me. I'm not trying to start an issue. Right. So I don't miss a, those It gets days. wild down there. Yeah. Well, you know, it's see, this is uh, New Yorkers. Hey. Like, oh, we put a party in St. Patrick's Day, New York. So, back home in the Midwest, it's surrounded by Norwegians, right? And when they were settling in the 1860s, there was a group of Irish people that come along. And they, they wouldn't let them live in any of their towns. So they made their own town called Emmitsburg. Is it still there today? Today. To is this it day. Populate? Is, a, is it mainly like a, an Irish population is about 3,000 and it's all Irish. Really? It's all Irish. On St. Paddy's Day, they they fly, you know, they fly, of course, the Irish flag all up and down. They have like a whole travel agency to Ireland that like just runs full time. It's all Irish, dude. It's all. all, Do people go there for St. Paddy's Day? It's huge. Is it a thing? Like, oh, we're going to, we're going to Emmitsburg. Emmitsburg. We're going to Emmitsburg. Yeah. Oh, they wanted to kick them out. The Hol, is it the Hollanders, right? Yeah. Holland, Hollanders. The Hollanders. The Hollanders are And now they're, they're reaping the benefits on their St. Patrick's Day. Well, Hollanders are reaping the benefits of kicking the Irish out of their towns too, so. (laughs) 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 Don't want the house values to go down, you know. Oh, we're only 13 minutes in. That's pretty good. All right. We've covered a lot of topics. Yeah. We got the great leader in the back screen. So what are some, uh, what are some podcasts that inspired you? Uh, hardcore history for sure. Dan Carlin. Carlin. Yeah. Dan Carlin, hardcore history. That guy, probably the best podcaster. I mean, I don't even know if you should call them podcasts because they're, they're like audible books. Each podcast is like an audible. The, the, uh, the research is, is, Amazing that goes into yeah, it. and well, and it's the not way just he the retains that knowledge too is yeah. just insane. Well, and like you're there, you know, you're there oh, in yeah. the time. Oh yeah, you know, like I remember listening to Blueprint for Armageddon. If you ever get a chance to listen to Hardcore History, that's the one you should start with because it's all about World War One, and no one talks about World War One. No one. Yeah. At Battlefield, Battlefield did. Uh, let's see, Battlefield One did mm. a. World War One game that but that was after Dan Carlin and I I bet it was because of Dan Carlin to be honest with you maybe I mean you should that, find the inspiration behind that I mean it's EA Sports and I just you know you're not into video games not much I go through like spurts where I like to play for right. like great mouse two of three depression. months and then I'm out yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep pretty so much. I, you know anything about EA Sports. Not really. I mean, have I've, you heard I've, of it? Yeah, of course. course, it's in the game. Oh yeah, it's in the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, so they're being douche waffles, dude. Why? What's going on? Well, they they have no competition when it comes to sports games, except for 2K sports. But 2K, they've got this weird agreement, right? 2K will do 2K will do basketball, and then uh, EA will do football and soccer. Who does the NHL? And uh, EA does that too. Oh yeah, EA owns all the sports except for basketball, and 2K does basketball. And EA's got this deal with the NFL that it's uh, till 2026, right? 2026 before they can give up, before there's any competition that can use the licensing of the NFL or its players in their game. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so, 
so back in tw- so they made this deal in 2007 2007 and uh so it's going to be like a 20 year deal and progressively each game has gotten worse they take away options out of the game they get rid of whole segments of the game they ha- they had a thing called team play where you could do three people versus three people online and they shut it down and then they said they can't it was huge community, like 16,000 teams. They shut it down, and they said, uh, we're never going to bring it back unless we can figure out a way to monetize it. And they've never brought it back. Well, Franchise mode, the story mode, garbage. Just basic shit. So here. how was it in the beginning when EA, starts, uh, it EA was Sports be- was created? It, it was beautiful. Everything was great. Yeah, it was beautiful. So why do you had think competition. it's deteriorating? Because you don't have any competition. Why do you... It's, everyone... Everyone that wants to play a football game has one choice. It's one game. Yeah. You want to play a baseball game, Rich? Well, they have multiple baseball games, but the so I I bought the show. Right, which was PlayStation exclusive. I love the show. Great game. Great game. I played other baseball games. Terrible. 2K was... I like 2K. Uh, the pitching? Oh. I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm definitely a big fan of the show. That is one game that I have been playing. Yep. And, but yeah. but so if I have an Xbox, I can't play baseball now. EA won't make a EA won't That's make a baseball true. game. Yeah. And 2K won't. I wonder if there people are realizing that and working toward coming out with different platforms. Well, I, or, you know, it's yeah. There's it's like uh, it's like the car industry, video games. You know, it's like once they, I mean, they're so established mm-hmm. these studios that you know. You need some sort of competition. Doug Flutie, uh, you don't know anything about football. I know Doug Flutie. Yeah, though. Doug Flutie came out with a college football game. It's it's trash, hot garbage, but everyone bought it. Everyone bought How it. How dare it was, you? It was like a <laughs> ask me who if I know who Doug Flutie is. I'm, all short people know other short people. Okay. <laughs> Doug Flutie. He was short. Is a goddamn national Couldn't treasure. Even see over the damn line. He, I know. He I remember. Close his eyes he, and throw the pigskin. <laughs> that was it. And fucking prayed. He crossed his balls and and prayed. That was the bill still got rid of him. The bill still got rid of him. That's the awful thing about it. That's hideism right there. If hideism, you ask me, for sure, it's a real thing. People, hideism is. For sure, I think it's just people being sensitive. You would never know. <laughs> you would never know. I have lengthism. Not you know in the pants. Like who? Yeah. <laughs> Small dicks matter too. <laughs> All dicks matter. All dicks matter. ADL. <laughs> that's that's a fact. I think we just established a fact. Yeah. There you go. First fact. Oh, I can't wait for this election to be over. Everyone is so tense and uptight. It just feels uptight. Mm, I know. People you love, they're uptight. You just sort of walk around and talk about the weather because you don't know what else to talk about without insinuating political statements. I feel that it's 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 changing how people get along in society as well. Um, like I was saying, uh, you could what? Sorry, God damn I'm drinking it. my beer over there. What are you drinking? Uh, Mama pills. That sounds awful. Oscar Blues, Colorado beer right here. Oh. Nice, okay. Anyway, what do you anyway, think about society? Um, 
people don't know how to act around each other now. Um, I feel like even in, in, uh, if someone's trying to find a relationship or whatever, you know, is a big factor in where you stand politically. Especially in the, in the younger age ranges, in the 20s. Yeah. In the, maybe, maybe the early 30s, you know, it's a thing that everyone's very passionate about and it's affecting how everybody gets along. Think about that age range, you know, early 30s, yep. you down, right? What mm-hmm. was created early 30s? You know what I mean? Internet, Facebook. Yeah. I think those things have a huge tie. All these, all these, uh, gadgets made people isolate themselves and I don't think they realize that. I think there's a huge problem with isolation and people starting their own podcast because they don't want to go face other people. And <laughs> I think it has a lot to do with social media. Yeah. The grandstanding behind. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I think that. I feel yeah. there's a tie though. There's a tie, it feels like. That's, what do you mean a tie? Well, to the creation of social media and then just this rapid decline of societal norms. Oh, for sure. And it's only going to get worse, you know, as, and, you know, even, even the older folks, you know, that are in their fifties and, and even sixties, some in the seventies, they all use social media to some extent. It's only going to go down from there. Oh, you know it's cringeworthy too. When older people use social media. Oh, man. You know, if you... It, it has to be tough for an older person to jump into social media. They're um, they're a lot more raw. They're a lot more right. passionate. Yep. And they take things they to take heart. They take words seriously. They take it to they heart. They take words seriously. They do. Yep. And it's... Uh, yeah. And then... Yeah. Because I'll, I'll post stuff because I'm, you know, I'm a satirical genius. Mm. And uh, I like to bring out the troll. <laughs> and and then I'll, I'll be trolling something. And then my great... My great great aunt will me- message me. It should be like a really serious reply to something. I'd be like, ah, God damn it, that's not, yeah. not what I meant. I remember when I was like sixteen, I posted lyrics on my MySpace. Remember MySpace? Oh, I loved MySpace. And uh, the older the older folks in my family, they had MySpace. Yeah. My aunt, my aunt calls my mom and goes. Go upstairs and check on Tito. <laughs> he just put something up. It's it's scary. He might be trying to kill himself. But really, it was just to a band that I liked. Who was it? Um, I uh, I, I believe it was a band called Atreyu. Kind of like New York. Um, local no, they were like kind of like pop metal kind of kind of deal. You could look them up. They're you know. Yeah, no, I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're it really sounds good. awful. Like no, emo. they're good. They're awesome. I'm okay. telling you. Betray you? They're fuck. Yeah, they're really good. Well, when you when and we you want to know what up. the guitarist? Yeah, he's a short guy. Yeah, and he's born on the same day as me, so it was meant to be. You know? Something in the water. We're not eating the, all those hormones you yeah. cornbread fed <laughs> motherfuckers are eating. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we just get cannolis and chicken parm. Cannolis. There's a there's a restaurant here in town I'll get cannolis from, and they're. I'm always disappointed. You get cannolis in town here? Yeah. Where at? I can't remember. It's from my Italian restaurant here. Really? Yeah. Not para- Paravincini? No. Mm. No, something like Grubhub would deliver to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like, what's that Like Carabas or something, yeah. like, like something like that. Carabas isn't that bad. I, I tell you what, and don't judge me, but that's some of the best salads. Their Caesar salad is fucking... From Carabas? Oh, 
so good. My dude. parents moved to Colorado at 65, I guess, around there, give or take. Okay. And they love Carabas. Well, that's they, if they that's like not it. an endorsement. I mean, I'm that's just not saying an they love it. And but you know what? They're into good food. They are. But Most what? Italians from New York are into good food. Suggestion to anybody that moves that has an appreciation for a specific food from where they live, just take it for what it is. You know, at first I was really critical of pizza, but now it's just it's fucking bread, sauce, and cheese. Like you can't don't. Fuck you know, that I up. was the same way. Uh, I could not find a casserole to save my life. But uh, seeing that no restaurant serves casserole, I don't no. know. Yeah, I don't, casserole. I never got Ugh, casserole. Casserole was huge back home, dude. You get at a restaurant, just normal? I think like, uh, yeah, no. Or is it more of like... No. You, you know, know what a casserole is, though? Of right? course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like tuna casserole. Oh, yeah. Oh, the tater tot casserole? There's no casserole, dude. I could tell you from Colorado to New York, I've never seen any casserole. Tater tot? Well, we should start a, we should start a casserole food truck. Let, let, let's talk about this. Do you have anything growing up that your parents made for you that was just a thing? Like our friend Ben. Yeah. Ben has like, uh, goulash. 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 And goulash. like, uh, what is every, French, every, French every, everyone has salad? goulash. I never heard of any of this shit. Everyone has goulash. Really? Yeah. It's just a bunch of shit you throw it's in the a. the same thing as chili. Everyone has their own version of it's chili. Chili was the big one, but everyone you ever has your a... French fry salad. No, I've never That's heard of French like, fry salad. Do you guys just like whip whatever you have? Like I'm it's just gonna the throw Midwest, French bro. fries in it's here with like tuna fish. We're all poor over capers. there. Capers, Cap- capers. Who has capers? Just capers are more. No one like has capers. Mediterranean thing. Yeah, we're talking Ohio. You like capers? <laughs> nah. No, yeah, I don't like no. capers either. No. I like olives. Oh, oh man, fuck. Yeah. My mom had olives at her house before. They were fucking delicious. Uh, she, yeah, when I went over there, she served me olives with cheese. This is a true Italian woman yeah. right here. Oh, man. Just, uh, just a, a wonder of a, a lady. Yep. I don't know how she ended up with Carl. But it gives me hope, you know? Oh, they've like been I together since they were 14. Nah, I don't have hope. <laughs> I'm past 33. It's too late. <laughs> Time to start just banging whores. You're halfway to Social Security, buddy. <laughs> if if you even have it when you get there. Yeah, I know. We'll see what our dear leader has to do about that. All right, then, then I'll care about elections at that point. So what's your plan tomorrow, Corey, for election day? Election day, well, I'm going to sleep in for sure. Yep. Because I took a whole week off for it. And then uh, it's like a, it's like the Super Bowl. We're not getting any good sports this year, man. Not getting any good sports. This is it. So we might as well enjoy the grandstanding. You know, everyone gets all, but enjoy it. Enjoy it when one says something and then the other guy five minutes later sees it on YouTube and comes out in his rally. It's a good time. Some people. It's a good time. It's not. I know, but it's because they they think their opinion matters. That's why it's not a good time. Mm. Their opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't. My opinion doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't have a problem when I say something. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. That's right. That's all right. So we're see twenty-seven minutes into the first cliche. There we so. go. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. 
Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm going to sleep in for sure, and then I'm going to. There's a Trump bar up in uh, up in Colorado Springs, mm. and uh, I'm going to go to that because I think I think that would just be more fun. I think so. You know, win or Unless, lose. Unless uh, you win walk out of the bar and you have an angry mob that's ready to uh, stomp a mud hole in. I mean, that's a lot of work. I think those people are going to be so emotionally drained that it's going to take them at least a day to get their stuff organized. How are you going to react if your party does not win? I don't have a party. So Why are you going to the Trump bar? Well, because it'd be more fun. That's why I'm going to the Trump bar. It's more I fun. So, Why would you go to a liberal bar? You can't hit on the women there without getting sexual assault. Uh, you can't, uh, you know, you can't do a lot of things at a liberal bar. Well, go to a Trump bar. What when the liberals act- become fun again, I will, I'll go to liberal functions. You know it's what, not you know fun what anymore. I don't get a lot of people. I wear my mask six feet away from the other person at the bar. Yeah, yeah. careful. Go by me. It's so what crazy. happens if she has bad teeth? Huh? You start hitting on this chick, working all night. Biden loses, right? You're there to console her, and she's got a fucking awful nose and teeth. And you can't tell because she's wearing a mask the whole time. I guarantee you people... Well, hopefully you had one too many by then. <laughs> and you're wearing your goggles <laughs> and your helmet. That's objectifying women. And, and, and then I'll get arrested the next morning if it's shitty sex, which I guarantee you it will be. Oh, I'm telling you, she's looking at you and... Hopefully she's a couple of drinks deep as well. She'll need more than a couple. Get some absinthe out. <laughs> Corey bought uh you bought some absinthe. Lucid lucid absinthe. Seventy bottles. Seventy dollars for the bottle. Yeah, it was about seventy bucks. Yeah. I'm yeah, we didn't up. drink it. Uh, we didn't. <laughs> I bought a whole fucking <laughs> box of sugar cubes. Oh, what an investment, Rick. Five dollars for twenty five sugar cubes. <laughs> we didn't drink one glass of lucid. <laughs> should we? Should we? Uh, should we do a glass? I think maybe next uh, next show. That's what we'll do. A, a glass of lucid. Yeah. We we got to come better prepared for the next show. We can't just. Uh, yeah. Well. You know. We're just spend thirty minutes forcing people to listen to us talk about. Uh, I don't know. We haven't really established anything. No, we're just kind of chatting. Right we're now. thinking our show is. Before it becomes famous, these are the growing pains that our friends will have to listen to and tell us that it sounds good. <laughs> oh, it sounds good, Tito. No. So what do you what do, what do you want to talk about on the show? Well, I think we should we should take. Eh, here's the beautiful thing about Phantom Facts. It's F A N Phantom Facts. Like it. So you know, it's a whatever we're a fan of. We can do research on the subject, and we find something interesting. Share it with our uh, with our audience. Do you think that um, some of our episodes will be just basic talking about the numerous different topics, or do you think that we'll run maybe a special here and there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Maybe like a two episode special. Yeah, and or... like there, you know, and we might have uh, you know just on different different subjects. We could have a conspiracy special. You know, we could, uh, well, we got some stuff on the list right there. What, what we got on the list over on our notepad? We got, we're gonna, we would like to do, we were talking about doing a special on SEAL Team 6. Oh, that's a, yeah, SEAL Team 6. Um, as well. Why SEAL Team 6? Like, what's our, what, what, what was our reasoning behind that? I have to say, you, I am not super educated in the topic. I know that, um, there's well, they were known for in the air about yeah. 
if they actually carried out what they were sent to do. Is somebody lying sent, about uh, it? For people who don't know anything about SEAL Team 6, okay. SEAL Team 6 was the team that uh, assassinated Osama bin Laden. Yes. In the raid. That's SEAL Team yes. 6. And then, magically, within the next couple of years, quite a few of them were I think it was within the next were couple... Killed. Like, within the next year. Within the next year. Yeah. A uh, little fishy to me. Um, worth digging into. And I think sure. that, I mean, that's like, uh, that'd be, uh, you know, and of course we don't know anything. We're idiots. Yeah. I think we can establish that. I I'm, think that I mean, we're going to do the research as best as we can. If we get anything wrong, people, we have a Facebook page. Yeah. Um, yeah. Phantom Facts Society at Facebook. Yeah, if anyone has any more information they want to share with us, they're more than welcome to come yeah, on. Yeah, that's a yeah. We're if just you know something, light. yeah. If you know something, let us know because we're not we're not uh, we're not Rush Limbaugh over here where we are infallible to our own opinions. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm curious. I think I think the most important thing about you know, there's probably a lot of people that have spoke about this topic, but everybody has a different opinion on it. So it's good to hear everyone's opinion and uh, how they break things down. So uh, what else we got? We got SEAL Team 6 we wanted to... I want to talk about Bohemian Grove. Oh, Bohemian Grove. And the Bilderberg Group and societies like that and who they are. Yeah. Um, definitely want to talk about Bohemian Grove. I think we're going to have uh, Alex Jones on our show. I think so, too. I, I bet we could get uh, McAfee on our show as well. Alex Jones. So Alex Jones broke into Bohemian Grove. Yes, yeah. back in 2001. Yep. Yep. It was uh it was what got me into conspiracies to be honest yeah. with you. Was that video. You know what's funny about that? What? Every time he talks about it, he always goes, "I was young. I was I was kind of built, you know, they just loved me. They took me right in." <laughs> I was a good-looking guy. What happens if Alex Jones is actually a CIA operative? It's it's a possibility. He's still alive. You know, and what he I mean? brings exactly. light. You know, he talks a lot of crazy shit. And a lot of stuff he's wrong on, but there's a lot of stuff that a lot. It's not even wrong as it's just grossly exaggerated. Yeah, for sure. Grossly exaggerated. But Which, I, you know, I mean, I guess you could say you gotta wrong, admire but there's him truth to it. That his he retains so much information, it's insane. Yeah, his off the top of the crazy, head, he yeah. must. He takes it serious. Like yeah. I, I don't know. I trust anyone that like. You know, like you watch some of these uh, these nighttime show hosts. And they're, uh, I don't believe that they believe what they're reading. Oh. I believe Alex Jones believes what he's, what he's reading on his show. I don't believe him all the time. Sometimes. Probably like 75% of the time I don't believe him. I would say it's about 50-50. I feel like he throws, uh, little hints of truth in there. Start putting fucking poison in the water, make the frog gaze. It's a know. trip. Yeah, no. It's a trip. But you know, I man, when YouTube was free, man, you could you could sit there and you could watch Alex Jones videos and they pop up. And now you, you can't find anything. Can't you know? It's hard to find information. I believe having an open mind. You know, a lot of people just shut certain things out. Like that'll never happen. But yeah. then you gotta think, yeah. like, is that, is it out of the realm of impossible? Because some things that people come up with, some conspiracies, they're totally possible. Yeah. They're totally possible. Well, and some have been like, you know, like the Gulf of, was it? What's the Gulf? That started the uh, Korean War, and then the war in uh, 1980, the Spanish War. 
You know, all those things were like planned, planned government attacks that are common knowledge now. The Gulf of Tonkin. Gulf of Tonkin. All those things were, you know, that's what I mean. Like, this official narrative. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, I guess, believing it, but some stuff is just too fishy, Tito. You know, I it's agree. too fishy. I just think that everyone thinks, oh, well, that will never happen again. Or, you know, and why not? History tends to repeat itself anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, and people are people, right? If we can Exactly. If we can get away with something, we're going to we're going to try. We're going to try. We haven't changed much, honestly. No. We've became really dependent, but once everything falls apart, we turn into savages. Yeah. You see that with the pandemic when with this toilet paper and just resources running out. I I I work nights. Right. So I went to a supermarket in the morning to okay. maybe see if they had toilet paper. I didn't need it really. I you know, I I, I did need it, but not more than some people. So I waited in line. I was probably the third person in line, so I got there really early. And um Yeah. I the doors opened, everyone was started walking, and then everyone started walking faster, and then everyone just started running, you know? Yeah. And there's some old people in line and, and that's right. kinda fucked up, you know. It is fucked up. I yeah. was I would have more than willingly grabbed toilet paper and, and helped those people out. Well and you're right. And those people, those are people who have their lives so structured that when there is a little chance of chaos, they, it's, I feel like it was a panic, a full on panic yep. over toilet paper. I've noticed that again. Over toilet paper. So I lived in New York during Hurricane Sandy. Oh yeah. It was a perfect storm. Everything that could happen to be like on the, just the most perfect, perfect level happened. Full moon, high tide, Category 4 hurricane, blah, blah, blah. But right. we had gas shortage. Oh, yeah. There was a mega gas shortage. Everyone I, fill up before the storm? Was that the idea? Or, um, or they couldn't see, get gas I, I'm sure in people there. tried to, but they didn't. They didn't think it, they didn't take it. Uh, they didn't think it was going to be a big deal. You know, we've been through hurricanes before. Yeah. They never experienced a gas shortage. But for weeks, and I, I went without power for maybe two and a half weeks. Wow. And I had actually, there was a guy I grew up with, uh, a Rye Guy's little brother, uh, was a lineman, and I went out to Manhattan and waited for Sandy to come in so he could work on the line yeah. afterwards. It was crazy. People were shooting each other for gas. Really? They had military, National Guard at every... A lot of gas stations. I'm not gonna say, it. and I so I waited for gas one time. It took me six hours to get gas. I sat there with my buddy Tariq. We smoked a couple joints. Took us six hours to get to the pump. Filled wow. my mom's car up, and that was the only time I really waited in the gas line. But there were reports people were running people over. People were shooting each other. You know, and society can crumble within minutes. Yeah, it does. Minutes. Take- it was 9-11, and I lived in the Midwest, and I remember that day because of the fuel lines that night. In in a town of 4,000 people, everyone was filling up their car that day. I can't imagine in, like, a big city, you know, because that's a small city, so, like, it's hard to run out of gas. But in a big city, it just would... We went to, uh, we went to, uh, after Katrina happened in New Orleans... 
uh, I think it was oh four oh five something like that. And uh, the amount of destruction there, and and people being without power, for you know, as Kanye West said, I think it was Bush hates black people. He did say that. Okay. Um. So we put it past Bush. The night before that storm, I was partying at a buddy's house. We had a garage. It was kind of like a man cave. Hurricane party? Yeah, it was a hurricane party, yep. pretty much. It was right before it rolled in. Started to get a little bit bad, so I'm like, you know what? Let me get in the car now. Let me drive home, so I'm home. I passed a Valero gas station. Yeah. And there was a fresh truck delivering gas. Filling it up, yeah. So I'm like, maybe I should pull in there and fill my tank up. I was like, no. on like E. I said, ah, fuck it. I'll do it <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I didn't get gas for like a month after that. <laughs> and you still don't learn. Never. No, it's still you. That's right. God damn it. All right. Well, fuck. You know, I think it's a good, uh, good spot to end the podcast. 40 yep. minute mark. Uh, that's, that's, uh, Tito and Jamal. That's us. We'll be here in your lives every week starting, uh, next week on Thursdays. Yes. Thursdays. Thursday evenings will be, it'll be a great sultry show to, uh, put on when you're making love to your wife. Oh, but yeah. At least she'll have something to make her. Oh, yeah. Come. All right. Well, hope right. everyone has a good week, and uh, we'll we'll catch you guys next week. And in, in case you haven't heard, guys, go vote. All right? Go if vote. If we could just go vote. Yeah, and post a picture on Facebook. Be sure to post that. Yep. Saying I voted. I okay. voted. My vote matters.